Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton, and joining me today, as always, is our show's awesome producer, Amanda Foster. What's up? Today, we are celebrating our 50th episode. Woo! I can't believe it! (laughs) We have released 50 episodes in two years, and the week that this episode comes out, the day that comes out, is two days removed from episode number one, um, two years before. Wow. So I felt like I wanted to make episode 50 a little special and just take a moment to give you a little bit of a behind the scenes look at what we've done and kind of what the heart was behind it and then talk about what you can expect for the year 2022 from Originality Podcast. So that being said, let's get started. Let's do it. (laughs) So we released the first episode of Originality Podcast on January 19th, 2020. We had started recording the fall before, and um, I had planned on releasing the type episodes initially and recording and doing that first. And then a lot came out about um, Christians being really concerned about the Enneagram and it not being a good thing for Christians to learn and to do. Mm -hmm. And so as somebody who is a Christian and is approaching it from that perspective, I felt like it was really important to give kind of a baseline of like, this is the history of the Enneagram. These are the things people have concerns with or red flags in. And this is why as Christians, we feel like it's totally fine for us to still learn from and use this tool, even though some of the people that contributed to it in the last hundred years had some other questionable things. Yeah. So we did, so our first two episodes were about the history and can can Christians trust the Enneagram? And um, I'm so glad we did that. I'm so proud of those episodes. I think it was really important to lay a foundation. And then we did uh, an episodes all about how to not harmfully stereotype people using the Enneagram because I kept seeing more and more the mm-hmm. misuse of the Enneagram. And so I wanted to, before we dove into the actual types, talk about like, this is how we don't use this. Let's not put people in a box and stereotype them, but instead use learning about personality to help us ask better questions and get to know people better and have a deeper understanding of the people around us. But I mean, people are going to use anything to stereotype people. It doesn't make the Enneagram a bad thing because people do that, but choosing instead to teach We're not going to do that. Yeah. And then we did a little overview of all the types. That was episode four. I loved that episode. That was so fun. You incorporated music that fit all the types. Yeah, And all the pieces. And you paired up. Like, tell us a little bit about that process. I loved loved doing that. You know, I'm going to be honest. I love the Liturgist podcast. Yeah, I know you do. And they kind of did the same thing. I kind of stole that concept from them, but it's like also like how do you not put a song for each, you know? Yeah, you take a lot of production inspiration from that podcast. I love them. I think their podcast is brilliantly done. And the first that was like the first episode that I heard from them was the Enneagram episode that they did, which was like, I think, super popular for them. And they did a really good job with it. And so, but I kind of even nodded to that a little bit, though, with the song, because the catalog that I use, shout out to Musicbed, <laughs> um, they have some of Gunger's stuff on there. 
And so I used a Gunger song for the four, which Michael Gunger is a four, right? He's a five. He's a five. That's yeah. like in my head, I was like, this isn't even right. But his music, if Michael Gunger's music could be a number, yeah, I feel like it would be a four. Yeah, four, four wing five, five wing four. four. It's definitely yeah. in that that range. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like it was so fun because it provided a creative opportunity for you to kind of explore how you wanted to do this thing because you mm-hmm. were exploring all the music in the catalog that you were using and yeah. different ways to incorporate that in different moments in time. And like, it was just a really fun episode. So yeah, that episode came out March third of twenty twenty. And we didn't release episodes again. That's crazy. Until September 2nd of 2020. Because, yeah, the world shut down. We were both working full-time jobs at the time. Mm -hmm. And our jobs went home. And we were quarantined. So we were going to be, like, like recording. And so we were both kind of, like... But back then, yeah. We were were planning on doing the type (laughs) episodes. I don't know what I was just going to (laughs) say. But I was just going to say, like, back when we were actually, like, quarantining, I feel like I forget sometimes how many hours I just stayed in my apartment by myself with my husband. Yeah. Yeah, no, I spent a lot of time at home. I, you know, my full-time job moved home and remote, and I went from being super social, super, like, involved in my church and going and doing all these things with all these people to, like, spending a lot of time at home, and mm-hmm. um, and the, the job I was doing at the time was really, like, relational and emotionally health, like, heavy, um, and I was, I was burning out. Um, I was super emotionally drained. And so we had, we had just started the podcast. We had just started to like. Yeah, four episodes in. <laughs> COVID hits. And we both, we had communicated some over the summer, like, oh yeah, we, we need to get this going again. And, yeah. um, but just like had so much grace. I tried to have so much grace for myself and for you of like, this is insane. Nothing like this has ever happened. Yeah. And it's Okay. <laughs> like that it didn't happen the way I had planned mm-hmm. and that was hard for me because I I was so excited about what I felt like the Lord was leading me to do and yeah. um but like yeah 2020 was insane we started recording again I think in August we didn't have that mm-hmm. many episodes recorded when we released the first type episode I don't think we released our first type episode September 2nd 2020 and the last type episode, December 30th, 2020. And so we were doing part one and part two. So two parts for every type. So there were 18 episodes and part one was a short summary of like, this is what this type is. And I did a ton of research to try and like boil down. This is what everybody is saying. This is it in the most simplest of terms. This is what this type is. And Mm -hmm. every variation of this type should relate to this. So like those episodes are my favorite. I don't know. Actually, I think that might not be true. But I really like them. I feel like they were very well done. And I feel like every time I, like, show one to someone who is that number, the way that your descriptions are so concise and to the point, it makes it to where, like, every other sentence that you're saying 
is like it's so jam-packed full of information and so like when it's your number you're just like uh-huh 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 you're like wait whoa i showed it to my mom and she was like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh like over and over again because she was like this is exactly me and it was just like so fun to watch her like experience that i love that i've loved i've I created a resource that I needed because <laughs> yeah. I I was trying to get people into the Enneagram and get my friends to figure out their type, and I would be sending them podcast episodes that were interviews that were, like, hour-long episodes, and, like, nobody was interested in, like, reading yeah. a book or listening to, like, hours of podcasts to figure out their type. So I needed a resource that was really concise to help my friends get interested in the Enneagram and to be able to very quickly figure out what their type is and learn how to grow. So mm-hmm. I... So make it yourself. I made it myself. And <laughs> I love those episodes. I feel like they were so much fun and they were really stressful, especially at the beginning. I was putting way too much time into the research, which that's not a bad thing to do. It was just that I hadn't... I, I think over time I've gotten faster at knowing like what I'm looking for. And so I'm putting less time into that process. At the beginning, it was like super stressful because I was like trying to release an episode every week and doing all these, all this research. And yeah. it was, it was a little intense for me, but I had uh, September, 2020, I'd quit my job um, and released that first episode. Wow. And so I was doing, I was doing this full time and trying to build a coaching business and doing my certification in the Enneagram. And I I love that season of life. Like, looking back, I'm like, man, we were so busy, but it was mm-hmm. so rich. And especially coming out of COVID, like, being able to just, like, do... Out of COVID, as if it was done in 2020. Yeah. It really like, wasn't. Like, COVID but ever as far ended. As, as far as how, the Texas, isolation. how Texas handled COVID. This is true. We were not isolated in September of 2020 nope. anymore. Nope. So, um, life in, was not back to normal, but... Good old countdown. It was not super isolated anymore by, by then. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, like I love those episodes and I love I love the ones on like how you can grow and like we you know, we chose to do a prayer at the end for, you know, people of those types and I've had like several people that I don't even know personally message me on Instagram and tell me what that meant to them and that was yeah. like everything I had dreamed for, you know. I love that so much. They were all so powerful and it was just like such a, a great way to, like, partner with the the teaching of it and the encouragement for each number. I loved it. I love those episodes. I refer people to them all the time still. Yeah. So then we started 2021 with a series on wings. So the first wings episode came out January 6th, 2021. The, you know, sad day for an episode to come out, but whatever. Um, on what? On the day of the Capitol attacks, we released the first episode of of the Wings. <laughs> that was the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was a lot going on that day. Um, I just realized it like as I looked down at the day, I was like, oh yeah, that also happened on that day. Um, because we released episodes on Wednesday, and it was a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Just. <laughs> yeah, this episode, like this podcast, like was just born out of utter chaos. Yeah. Alongside, alongside many other podcasts. Yes, I'm sure. That started at the beginning of 2020. Yeah. 
or like started out of the necessity of needing to do something out of your home. Yes. I feel like a lot of podcasts. That's true. And I love being in that group. I love that. I love, I, you know what I love? Like, I love that there has been so much happening in the world and we have continued to create something that is meaningful and important and relationally driven and like when we need to learn how to be in relationship with people yeah like to like create something that like gives hope and life to people and we've had so much fun and 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 really like like i've talked about this before but just i want to take a minute amanda (laughs) is like such an amazing podcast producer like what she has done in creating these beautiful like just moments in the middle of episodes where like there's a really rich moment in what I'm teaching and she highlights it using the music and and it and it it like she just make she took what little like I had of like I'm going to teach the Enneagram this is what I want to do and then she just created an art form out of it and it's what I've, I'm so proud of what we've created. And I've had person after person after person come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, like your podcast is so great. Your voice is perfect for it. But also your production is insanely high quality. And I love that. Anyway, just wanted to You're so take a sweet. Moment. I, I love that I have had the opportunity to explore that mm-hmm. with this podcast. Like I've always... I, you know, I love storytelling. Mm-hmm. I love the impact of, like, a good moment in a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Like, secretly, like, in my heart of hearts, I always, like, thought directing would be, like, so fun. Oh, my gosh. I could totally see you directing. Because it's just, like, oh, creating those moments that, like, only someone with, like, an eye, like, a romantic i would see yeah you know um i feel like it's a very four thing yeah that's definitely your your three wing four side coming out yeah and so getting to do that with this is like it's so fun i just love it and i love yeah playing playing with the music and and i love music and you know being someone who is very connected to music I love that and I love getting to use the catalog that I work for mm-hmm. <laughs> which is super fun um and so yeah I've just had a blast so we did wings we started wings series January 6th and the last episode came out April 21st of 2021 oh okay I, and I wanted to say I think the wings were my favorite really yeah why I don't know Interesting. I think I felt underwhelmed by it. Like I was, I think, I think, and maybe it's just me, like, because I felt like it was so simple. I I think it like made me nervous. Like, was this too simple? Like, but I definitely grew through that series. Like I understood the wings in a different way. I figured out what my wing was because I felt like up until that point, I related to both wings of the seven and through doing the research and creating the episodes, I was like, oh no, I'm definitely a wing six and found out that John was definitely a wing nine. And so I like I definitely grew through that series. I guess maybe maybe I just felt like people weren't as interested in it. Mm. 
But maybe. Maybe that was just me being overly critical of myself. So I think my favorite may have actually been the Speaking of the Enneagram series, which came right after oh, The Wings. Man. Yeah, that one was good, too. I don't know. Maybe I just love them all, actually, because I was going to say I think the interviews were my favorite. The interviews were incredible. So... I don't know. It's been like going just going back through. I think I'm saying they're my favorite because I'm just remembering how much I like each of them. Yeah. But I think I just like them all. Yeah, we just we we had so much fun like getting to do different things at different points in time and like so we did wings January 6th to April 21st and then we did the speaking of the Enneagram series April 28th to June 9th. And that it was only 5 episodes. It was or 6 episodes. It was episodes 33 to 38. So, yeah. um, but like, to me, it was like, those episodes were so important because it, it was like best practices for how you communicate about the Enneagram when you're figuring out what your type is and how to go about that when you're helping a friend figure out what their type is and what to say and what not to say, where is it appropriate to use the Enneagram? What is the relationship between personality and identity. And it was, they were more topical episodes, but there were two episodes that we recorded that like, I think I just, I had inspiration for it and I came in and I sat down and I just talked and it was just, it was what was on my heart. It was what was in me and it just flowed out. And it, I think there's some like some of the best episodes. Like I think the personality and identity episodes, one of the best episodes. Yeah, they were good. I forgot about them. <laughs> I forgot about all of 2021, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of a blur. It's a blur. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we took a break. Uh, so we didn't release episodes from June 9th to um. So September 1st was when our first Enneagram interview came out. That was that's when... a good day. That's a good day. Beginning of fall. Beginning of fall. So we had 10 interviews that came out fall of 2021. And um, we released... So type one, we had Ashton Campbell. It was our first one. She was so good. She was so good. She had never done a, like, a podcast interview before. We had oh. never interviewed someone. Yeah. And it turned out so good. It was so much fun. It exceeded my expectations in every way. Yeah. It got me hyped. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then we interviewed Megan Farmer, which was incredible. She was so good. She was so good. Very self-aware. Yes. Very self-aware, too. Not your typical, too, and by any means. And I would have she... never thought. Yeah, really. And she just knew so much about the Enneagram as well, which made for, like, a really dynamic conversation. It's really fun. And then we yeah. interviewed Ray, who... Ray was so good. She was so good and just brought, like, a different understanding to the three. And it was so fun to see you guys interact. And yeah. you, like, as she's sharing things, you, like, your eyes get big and you're, like, relating and, oh like, feeling all your feelings. My and... mind was blown. Just, like, <laughs> listening to her talk about her experiences and being, like, I am not alone. Like, mm-hmm. this, because it just feels like, I don't know. If it's like, it's probably like this for every number, but like just what you do experience as your number is very intense. Yeah. And then you just feel so like misunderstood by other numbers because you're just like, you don't feel this way. Like it's so strong, you know, these mm-hmm. feelings. 
and then or or just not just feelings but like the inclination to want to do something for a certain reason yeah like that that feeling is strong and so and so her like whenever she was talking about like wanting to post a cute picture when she's having her quiet time and being distracted by that <laughs> or you know just like the endless things that the things that she posted what was what was the thing she posted about like when she's going through a tough time posting like like sharing a poem on instagram (laughs) about like (laughs) what she's feeling (laughs) (laughs) but also i feel like that's very true but i also feel like it's either the best or the worst because it could for me like as a creative like i also like write lyrics when i'm feeling like yeah. a boost of creativity so. for sure for sure so it's either the best or the worst so mm-hmm. that you have to figure out but. yeah there were so many fun things about that interview and then we interviewed joseph neville oh which was oh my gosh my heart <laughs> my heart i totally forgot that we <laughs> but like but it also made me so excited to remember <laughs> I just want to go listen to that again. It I love him so much. It was such a great episode. We got into, like, the depths in Joseph, that episode. It was so good. Joseph, I still, like, quote things that he said to people. I'm like, you know, um, one of the quotes, I really, like, I want to think it. I want to remember what it was. I, I'm so mad at myself for not knowing this. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to it. And you're going to remember. I'm going to remember. And you're going to, like, bring it up at the beginning of the next episode. Be like, hold up. I brought this up. It was so good. And I literally still talk to people about it to this day because it was so good. I'm so mad at myself. It was so good. I just love, I love Joseph. I I love the way that he thinks about things. Um, Always, always a good conversation with him. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when we, you know, had the idea of doing interviews, he was the first person, not only that came to my mind for the four, but just add like... You were like, we uh, have to bring yeah. this friend in to do... Yeah. I don't care about the other numbers yet. Yeah. I just want... This has to happen. To yeah. The four. Which is, like, I know a lot of great fours. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. So, yeah, so... <sighs> I just really want to remember what he said. <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Okay, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. I'm literally, like, I'm going to go listen to the... Yeah. So, <laughs> then we did the Type 5 interview with George. <gasps> and it was so good. It and was so good. We we had, like, a full conversation about musicals. Yeah, that, that we just was took out. cut. Because I was like, no one wants to hear about this. But we... We're both musical nerds, mm-hmm. and to like get to and talk he is too. with someone who's also a huge musical nerd, but has also written musicals, mm-hmm. was just like we just want to pick your brain. You're really smart. You yeah have a you know have a lot of knowledge in this area. We want to learn. That conversation was a long time coming for me. Like, yeah, it was so good. And that was so fun. He was so good at like talking about the experience of a five. Oh, yeah. Which was And I felt like what was really fun was, like, towards the end of the episode, we started talking about the dynamic between him and his wife, Mm -hmm. like, the five and the eight. Yeah. And I was like, I felt like that that brought so much light to understanding how the five processes things and how they 
like approach things and go about things and kind of like the slowly but surely like you know deliberative intentional way that fives approach things is so fascinating and so I feel like we were really able to like dive deep on that and that was really fun yeah it was good yeah and then the episode we after after that we had pastor matt brown's episode (gasps) yeah and my mind is still blown that we got to do that interview i we we got (laughs) to do that interview we had never met him before i got an instagram message from his publicist about his book coming out and read it ahead of time and we did this like our first interview over zoom first interview with somebody not in the room yeah and we had no idea how that was gonna go and really it turned out pretty great plus with someone that we had never met before yeah it was first time doing that yeah it was definitely a stretch stretching experience for both of us but like he Mm -hmm. was so gracious and down to earth and genuine and such a great communicator yeah and so I felt like it went really well. He made it super easy. Yeah, it was so interesting. Such an interesting conversation. And then, like, he, like, connected with the, with us afterward. And, like, he was in town from California for, like, Daystar. And we got to, like, me and my husband met with him for dinner. And he was, like, such a pastor. Like, like he did not have to take the time to, like, care about us. Yeah. And he totally did. Such a gracious person. Such a I'm kind person. I'm sad that I was busy. Okay. Yeah, Amanda couldn't <laughs> make it. Um, such a bummer. But it, it was, was a Monday, wasn't it? It was a Monday. Yeah, my Mondays are booked. Your Mondays if, are booked. If you're a real one, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was. It was that was such a cool opportunity and such a cool experience. And it was kind of a bonus episode in the middle of the series. And. Yeah. I, I'm just so grateful we got to do that. Yeah, but awesome seeing, like, a pastor write a book on the Enneagram. Like, yeah, really. In, you know, the midst of it all. In the midst <laughs> of it all. That's all I'll say about yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, so then we did the Type 6 interview. We interviewed Liz, and she talks a lot about her process of becoming a mom in that first year of life, being oh my a gosh. six. And it was so fun. Yeah. So interesting. So insightful. She had, she brought so much wisdom to that conversation. I love Liz. Yes, she did. She's my favorite. She's also like, she is such a go getter. So that it's like, I never, like, I wouldn't have thought that she was a six. I would have thought she was like an eight or something. Yeah, really. Not only is she a go getter, but she's very like, confident in what she knows she can do and that was also something that was really amazing was we kept interviewing these people that were uh they didn't look like their type and they didn't meet the stereotype of their type yeah definitely ray is kind of the stereotype of her type and joseph Mm -hmm. neville is definitely the stereotype of his type for sure (laughs) george also stereotype of his type yeah but like but some of them Ashton was not the stereotype of a one. No, she's Megan not. was not the stereotype of a two. Mm-hmm. Then three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. And Liz was a counterphobic six, which I was so excited. Yeah. She's an INTJ. She she isn't a feeler. She's a thinker. She's a counterphobic six. And so I was so excited to explore like there's this whole other dynamic of the six that looks completely different. Mm-hmm. That like People are assuming somebody is an eight or a three and putting them in that box and not really getting to know what's going on in their interior world. 
and, and it's a whole other it's a whole other thing, thing. and so she was mm-hmm. able to like bring insight to that and yeah. that was because i know i know liz as a risk taker mm-hmm. she sees a challenge and she just full force goes for it which is totally a counterphobic six exactly and so like once you know that you're like oh okay they're a six. They're not an eight. They're not a three. They're not, yeah. you know, and it's just that it just goes to show like there's just like so many different ways that the Enneagram can look and play out yeah. and that it was so fun like talking yeah. about that. And then we interviewed Jalen, which was Jaylen! so special. There was a point where oh we started laughing oh over my gosh. like, and, and I swear, Amanda, like, she, she had to take it out of the episode, but she sent it to me and Jalen while she was recording or like while she was editing. editing. Yeah. And uh, it, it was a good three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes of us just hysterically laughing. Like not being able to talk. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh and we were talking about like really deep, emotional, painful things. Yeah. And, and then we just started laughing. And then we just started like because I said hysterically laughing. I don't know if I left it in the in the podcast or if I cut that part out too. But we started laughing because I said I feel like the dog emoji that's like sitting in the flames and mm-hmm. is like saying this is fine. Yeah, like the house is going down around it. And then it. like I feel like we all just like related to yeah. that so we were, deeply we were talking about the reframing of the seven and of course the whole time that Jalen is talking about his journey as a seven i'm relating mm-hmm. to like so much of it as yeah. a seven so you're reflecting and then even like there was a moment when you talked about like as a kid anytime he needed to process trauma or like he whatever would rearrange his room he would rearrange his room yeah. and i was like i did that all the time but i had so i had not made that connection and mm-hmm. the fact that, like, I made forts all the time and, like, hide with a book. And, like, yeah. I was protecting myself. And, like, I just didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, and so he was bringing all this insight to my life and my childhood. And I'm, like, interviewing this person. And so I think, like, when we got to that point. Yeah. It, it was, was, like. so raw. It was, like, we were just all, like, super vulnerable, talking about painful things, talking about our childhood. And then, like. Yeah. It, it just sparks like this, like yeah. deep, like deep laugh. Laughter. Like we we needed to laugh, <laughs> and it was so amazing. It was. I think it's one of my favorite moments in the podcast. Yeah. Period. It was so great. Yeah. So yeah. So then we had Aaron on for the Type Eight episode, and I loved that we had a female eight on yes. because I wanted to show. Like I, I just hate how our culture, you know, has decided that women act and should look a certain way especially in christian conservative culture it has historically Uh been so damaging to women who are fives or eights or like even ones that have a a Mm -hmm. more intense side to their personality that has not been culturally acceptable and i think for her to be able to talk about what it's like being an entrepreneur and a mom and to you know and in her marriage and like how she's navigated all of that i felt like it was so powerful and so much fun such a great episode and then for type nine we had rachel which was amazing because she was absolutely not the stereotype of her type no and had such a strong wing a and so much just like um gosh there's just such a 
But like, like honestly, it also like makes very much sense because she's oh, yeah. very like agreeable, mm-hmm. which I would say is a strong nine thing. Oh yeah, she definitely has like this like warmth and softness and compassion to her that is like yeah like very type nine and like yes she is definitely like a type nine but within the type nine framework she is so unique and I felt like it was so fun to dive into that and how different a type nine can look than the stereotype because she does not meet any of the stereotypes of a type nine in so many ways and so I loved that and that conversation gosh I learned things from that conversation I was like oh I need to I need mm-hmm. to work out to get in touch with my anger. Um, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. There there were just so many things. And I think it was really cool because she she had such a, like, a really incredible year last year just growing personally and, it, like, had so many changes that were made in her life. And she was able to talk she got about engaged that. engaged and married. And moved back <laughs> to Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, really is doing this business as an artist yeah. full time and doing that successfully. Such a good artist. She's amazing. Just so so many great things going on. Yeah. So it was so cool for her to be able to speak to all that and to share those things. And it was just so great for her to be able to share from her experience yeah. and um, speak to other nines and, and how through how like all that the Lord had done in her last year and, and how she had grown. Yeah. And so I felt like that was just really powerful and such a great way to end that. And then we had one more episode that came out last year. We did an interview with Franco and Bethany. It was the first episode that you weren't present for. I know. I wasn't even there, so I can't say anything about it. I mean, you edited <laughs> it and like, you. I mean, you still like, you do so much beyond being in the room, even though you bring so much to the table as an interviewer and as someone like I I can even just like have conversation yeah. with and you can ask questions and bring clarity to something. I love asking questions. You're so good at it. You're so present and you're so good at thinking through like how things are going to come across to people who haven't learned the Enneagram or haven't yeah. like this is their first time learning this and like asking very intentional it's questions. my first time learning this. <laughs> You know more than you lead on, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we, I interviewed Franco and Bethany and it was so much fun. Our first time doing, uh, a married couple. Yeah. And like the questions that I got to ask and like, just like them sharing like about each other's personality even and what they saw in each other and it was so and, sweet oh it was so sweet there were tears at the end it was such a great episode and I I just loved like it, it's the longest episode we've ever done yeah it's super long it was very long but <laughs> um which is to be expected with like your Talking to two people instead like of one. a marriage interview. There's yes. so much to talk about. Yes. But yeah, my mom texted me and she was like, I think this is like the best episode you've done. This is so beautiful. This married couple. It's because I wasn't in it. <sighs> it is not. <laughs> but it was a great episode. And I think they were just so willing to share very vulnerably about their marriage and their yeah. life. And I think that made a huge impact on like the understanding of the types and like being able to dive deep with them and it was beautiful it was a beautiful episode but you were definitely missed 
November 17th that that episode came out. So we've had a pretty extensive break. We just like to take our sweet time. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Lord has given us very intentional breaks throughout this journey. And now, like, we look back and there's, like, five different, like, phases that we went through. Like, the first four episodes that were really laying a foundation. We did the type episodes fall of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then we did Wings, spring of 2021. And then we did the Speaking of the Enneagram. And then we did the type interviews. And that was these five just totally different ways of approaching the podcast that we've just gotten to, like, have fun and explore and be creative and find new ways and different ways to talk about it. So yeah, now that we've taken done a deep dive talking about what we've created up to this point and just like I I just want to like celebrate like we did that and it's beautiful and I'm so proud of it um but also want to like look forward to what we're going to do in 2022 just so you guys get an idea of where we're going with this but I want to continue what we started with doing the the initial type episodes and then the wing series of teaching the Enneagram in a really concise way and really like a bite-sized format of like very concisely, this is what this piece is. So the next series we're going to do is paths. So if you've heard of like growth path, stress path, it's just another dynamic of each number is connected to two other numbers through paths and they take on positive and negative characteristics of those numbers. It's just another dynamic of the Enneagram. So we're going to dive into those for each of the types, and then we're going to do subtypes. There are three subtypes for every Enneagram type, and a whole other dynamic of it. And then we're going to go into intelligence centers, which are really more categories of the type. So we'll just do one on each of the intelligence centers and what that means and what that um, looks like for each type and what, like, how how to talk about that and and how to use that as a categorization of the Enneagram. And then we're going to go into tri-types, which is a whole other thing that won't make sense until you understand intelligence centers, but I'm going to break it all down very clear, very concise, piece by piece, and get deeper information so that way you understand the Enneagram in a deeper way, but it's really accessible. And then throughout all of that, we're going to continue doing interviews. So we'll have like the regularly scheduled teaching pieces, like continuing to record and we're going to keep going with that. And then as we record interviews um, or connect with different people or have the opportunity to interview different authors or friends that we're just really excited to interview and talk about their personality type, or we're going to interview Lyric and get to the bottom of what his personality type is, those those episodes will kind of be scattered in those teaching episodes as we go. And so, yeah, that's the plan for 2022. I feel like I'm so excited. All of the different things that we're going to learn this year, like the paths, all of that. I really don't know much about any of it. So I'm just excited that I get to be in the room and learn and be the one asking questions. Um, I don't know if I told you this, but in high school, in biology class... I got 100 in biology. Wow. Never took notes, but asked the the teacher every single question that I could. That makes sense. 
and um, if I just, like, didn't understand something, I would just ask him, like, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? And, like, literally, I don't know if anyone in the class, no one in the class asked as many questions as I did. And I was pretty much, like, he was so nice. I look back and I'm, like, he was so patient because I would literally, like, ask questions for the whole class. Mm-hmm. And he would just, like, answer my questions. He also explained everything with Expo Markers. Not drawing on the board with the Expo Markers, but, like, taking the caps off and, like, connecting them certain That's ways. funny. Or just, like, doing different things. Sounds like you had a really great biology teacher. He was great. I loved <laughs> biology. I loved it so much. And it was just lecture-based, so, it, like, he would just do that, and then we would just take tests. We didn't really have homework. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew then and there in that class that I loved asking questions. Mm-hmm. So now I do. <laughs> I get and to do it again. You get to do it again in for the podcast. I get to ask the questions for the class. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's my dream. It's so helpful, and you're so good at it. Like genuinely. Well. Yeah. yeah, it's just because I don't understand things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I think you're just pretty I'm expertly. Just, I'm just joking. <laughs> pretty expertly knowing how people are gonna perceive things, yeah. or when I'm I'm talking gibberish and I don't realize it. It's very. Helpful. You're usually not talking gibberish, but the enneagram is just it's, it's deep. Yeah, it's There's a lot to it. So yeah, it helps to have somebody yeah. ask questions. I've had a, I've had people tell me like, oh yeah, like Amanda asked a question that I was thinking of, and that was really helpful. That makes me uh, so happy because I just love relating to people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so great. Well, that's it for today. Um, I'm so grateful to everybody who has been a part of this journey with us up to this point. Fifty episodes. I am blown away by the number of people who've left reviews, who have followed us on Instagram, who have sent me messages sharing what the what the episodes have meant to them and and how like even just people that I've seen that have told me the episodes that they've loved and interviews that they've loved and I'm just so grateful for everybody that's been able to be a part of this up to this point and I am I am so excited about what is to come. I I feel so blessed that I get to do this, that I get to create something that I love and share it with people and that they love it too. So if you are new to the podcast, make sure to subscribe. You don't want to miss a thing and leave a review. It helps the podcast get found in the search engine. It tells the algorithm that people like this thing. And follow us on Instagram at Originality Podcast and at my personal Instagram page at Just Loves Personality. Wait, I remembered what Joseph said that I <laughs> wanted to repeat. It was that he, as a songwriter, he likes to write songs that are just very like raw and not trying to like pretty up the emotional experience and like coming to god with like the raw and the pain and the hurt but like not in a cheesy way like in like a real way like Mm -hmm. this hurts like hell kind of way yeah and um being honest with him because if we can't be like 
hearing someone be honest with him can like help you to be honest with him yeah and so i was like yeah that's the kind of music i want to write and so i've told people that since then because i was so inspired by that yeah that's what it was i would like to close out our time together with a quote from c.s lewis no man who bothers about originality will ever be original whereas if you simply try to tell the truth you will become original without ever having noticed it until next time